You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The end of the pandemic may be getting closer, but there's a concern about a shortage of vaccines and a shortage of some of the ingredients in those vaccines in particular. One essential ingredient is causing a big gap in the vaccine supply chain. To talk about what this ingredient is and what scientists are planning to do about it is Rico's Rebecca Heilweil. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So what is the mystery ingredient that we could be running short on? So right now, the two authorized vaccine candidates that we have are from Pfizer and Moderna. And as you may have heard, these are both mRNA vaccines. So it's a relatively new way of delivering vaccines into the body. But in order for these vaccines to work, the actual mRNA needs to make it into your cell to instruct the cells to start initiating an immune response. So basically, they need protection. And that's where these lipids or lipid nanoparticles come in. Lipids. Lipids. Yeah. A special version of that is needed to basically protect the mRNA vaccine from when it goes from the syringe to your cells. Okay. This is getting very, very sciencey very quickly. So just back me up here. What is a lipid? And you're saying that these mRNA vaccines, which are the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, these lipids are essential to producing them. Right. You know, think of AP bio, fats, oils, waxes, things like that. We need the lipids to protect the mRNA as it gets to the cells in order for these new types of vaccines to work. Okay. And why is there a shortage of this stuff? Isn't it, you know, just another ingredient like, uh, you know, sugar or, or salt? Tell me about why there's a shortage of lipids. Unfortunately, it's not that easy to make. You know, before the pandemic happened, these mRNA products were only being used for a few clinical trials. And I think one type of illness that only affected a few people. Now we need enough to vaccinate billions of people. The number of companies that know how to make this, that have approved machineries, that know how to make this the right way are minuscule compared to the task at hand. And is this shortage like particularly bad, you think? You know, I talked to a biochemical researcher who was considered like the grandfather of this lipid uh, technology. And he basically said, look, we were making enough of this for 50,000 people recently, and now we're going to a billion. So, you know, maybe we shouldn't be thinking about this in terms of a shortage and more of a speed problem, right? It's not that we're running out. It's just that we need more and more and more as quickly as possible. Okay. Tell me what scientists and vaccine manufacturers and uh, lipid experts, I suppose, uh, tell me what they're saying we can do about this. The first step is to ask the companies that do know how to make these lipids to make more. And the second step is to get companies that have 
pretty close manufacturing capabilities to kind of retrofit themselves and to make these lipids as well. So recently we've seen some other companies sort of stepping up to help Pfizer and help Moderna make more of these lipids. But, you know, in the long term, it's, you know, a months long and years long process to make new factories and new manufacturing facilities that know how to do this. And is any of this an argument for the vaccines that are not mRNA vaccines? I I know there's the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which seems like it can be approved any day now. That's not an mRNA vaccine. So is the lipid shortage going to leave the J&J vaccine looking better off? I think we're in an all-hands-on-deck situation. So if we have a new vaccine that has a new supply chain, that's great. At the same time, I think we really want the lipids uh, to keep coming and to keep getting more of them. But there's a really big advantage to having uh, these mRNA vaccines. They're very quick to make. They're, they came much faster than other vaccine candidates. And if we want to stop pandemics in the future, having the manufacturing ability to make lots of these lipids in the future is going to be really important. Just paint a picture for me about how how the United States is doing right now in, in late February. You know, I keep reading that there could actually be a ton of vaccine in the next couple of months. Is that is that right? That's what it seems right now. You know, Biden has promised, I believe, that by July, most Americans are going to be able to get vaccinated. And, you know, basically the approach is going to shift from trying to get the most prioritized people vaccinated to getting everyone vaccinated. And I think in part that reflects that as we scale up manufacturing for things like these lipids, for glass vials, for all sorts of things that you need to get people vaccinated, you know, we can get more manufacturing on the months-long scale as opposed to the weeks-long or days-long scale. Rebecca, this is very in the weeds, but I appreciate you making it accessible to us. Thanks for having me. To follow more of Rebecca's reporting, head over to Recode.net 